0: Hi friend, welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your
1: storyteller Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz.
2: So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we?
0: Hey guys, how's everyone doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Good. Everyone have a good week? Any memorable life events happen for any of you? Uh, I I can't really say for me. I I'm a dad. (laughs) Yay, dad. Rob's dad. <laughs> Yay. Woo. I do care. How was your week, actually?
1: Eh, yeah, normal work, editing stuff.
2: It was my my last day of work was on Friday. So, Yay. yeah, that's
1: memorable. Yeah, We've had yeah a memorable. little bit. <laughs>
2: little bit.
1: <laughs> Rob's a dad. Jazz is unemployed.
2: Xander has dogs.
1: I oh, am <laughs> dog sitting. Yeah. And they're really good dogs. It. They're really good doggos. I love them cool Yay. so what happened last time yeah uh so last time you guys got enveloped in the mist after helping uh, a young little girl who y'all did get her name right jesse jesse yes jesse uh you guys helped little jesse uh and you gave her a little dog that y'all found uh which she in turn has named gum gum uh but soon after that Everything froze, sound, wind, everything, and the mist surrounding you started enclosing around you. And that is where we're going to pick up. Uh, So you guys are standing in this uh, misty void, very similar to what you were at uh, before the start of this whole mess for you all. Though, instead of it being just a white, solid, just blank space... It's just all mist and stuff, and you see a darkened uh, figure about a few yards in the distance from you.
2: Jacques? Y- yeah. Who's that?
0: I don't know anymore. Um, it could be Jeffrey again. Um, or... Hand
2: um, me uh, I- that rock!
0: <laughs> and Jacques <laughs> hands a rock to Charlene that he conveniently gonna- still had in his hand
2: the figure at the mist that's coming towards us
1: okay yeah roll roll me acrobatics while you uh throw a rock at this uh silhouette of a person
2: nine
1: yeah so uh you throw it uh toward this figure and as you do the uh mist surrounding you as this thing uh projects forward uh clears so that way it's not like mist in front of your face anymore It's kind of like a spiritual dome clearing uh, a path as you throw this rock and it gets stopped in midair as you see a woman dressed in a red garb like with a hood up, like holding the rock in her hand, uh, outstretched. And she drops the the rock onto the
0: ground.
2: Good catch. Hello, I'm Charlene and this is Jacques.
0: Charlene, I think she might be upset at you because you threw a rock at her. That maybe wasn't the best idea.
2: You threw a rock at Cal?
0: He had it coming.
2: Twice?
0: He threw us back in
2: time or a dream. I don't think this is a dream.
0: Then he threw us back in time. I think that's at least two rocks. (sighs) You hear a a deep sigh coming
1: from this uh, woman as she starts floating closer toward y'all. And as she approaches, she pulls down her hood, and you see a very dark obsidian uh, face, eyes shining bright white, uh, hair also a bright white. Hello, friends. I'm Steiner. And she uh, reaches out her hand toward y'all two, uh, what looks to be like a handshake.
2: I nudge Jacques in the ribs. (laughs) Ow!
0: Um, I mean, uh, my name is, uh, Jacques. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you, friend. And um, Jacques reaches out and shakes her hand. Uh, you shake her hand and feel the icy
1: chill, uh, that starts going down your arm. It's a pleasure, one who calls himself Jacques
0: and Charlene.
1: And she lets go of your hand, uh, and puts both her hands clasped together in front of her.
0: I have a request for you two. I need you to stop interfering with the natural order that I have set up.
2: So you set this up?
0: No. I did not set up you two to be here.
2: Do you know Cal? I do. Cause that's why we're here, because of Cal.
0: I know. They've been manipulating
1: my mist, which I do not appreciate nor the work that I've done to get the present to where it
0: was. And you two have caused some damages.
2: We were just trying to help. That's what we do. We help people. Shock and I.
0: But also, I feel like perhaps, if you don't mind me using a metaphor, it seems like Cal has thrown us like a rock to do some damage and you don't appreciate that. Then you might see where we would feel the same being treated like a rock. Yes, well,
1: I'm just going to ask kindly that you do not continue with such actions and just let things happen as I
0: intended it to be.
2: Does that mean you can take us back to our present? Every time we went through the mists, we ended up somewhere else and not back in our own time.
0: If I could send you back with my mist, you already would.
1: But currently, Cal, as you call them, is being a nuisance. And so until. Well, that's not very nice. Do not interrupt me, please. As I was saying, until the time is up, you just have to do nothing. Thankfully, the damages you
0: caused are minor to my plans. So as long as you don't progress, there will be no problem.
1: And with that, can uh, I have both of you roll me uh, spirit plus intelligence?
2: Oh, that's a four.
1: Okay,
0: so four for Charlene. Rob, that was a 16, which is two eights on two D eights.
2: Nice All right. and done, elf man. So
1: Charlene, uh, you have a small sense of of uneasiness um, from this figure, though. You sense what you can only describe as a as a light. You can interpret that however you want. It's neither good nor bad. It's just you get a sense of a, of a light from this figure. Though, Rob, your sense of unease is significantly stronger and you feel like. This individual has their own personal agenda
0: mm yeah i'm 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 very uneasy with them as a player, let alone how Jacques would be feeling um can I do a i so the name was Steiner Steiner can I, yes, can I try like history on that name or like to see whether that's uh something I've heard of before uh yeah,
1: sure. Can absolutely, roll. roll history. That's a 10. A 10. All right.
2: Xander, um, uh, before you uh, tell him what mm-hmm. he got, uh, I have knowledge of tradition. You can get more information about things you can see and hear. There's no ability associated with it, it's just something I have.
1: Okay. Uh, would you like to roll anything to uh, apply that?
2: Sure. Um, maybe, like, in spirit again?
1: Um, so, the, like, what are, um, uh, what do you want to obtain knowledge-wise? Like, what, what is your goal? Um, and then I'll let you know what you can roll.
2: Probably almost something more between an investigation and a history. I mean, they, they use the same stats, but, like, just trying to... I don't do, I don't read a lot of history. and much more in the present time, but, like, have I heard anybody i've talked to anybody in that big story that i wrote mentioned this yeah yeah okay yeah so roll
1: me um yeah so roll me investigation then
0: i i adore that all of my abilities are relevant in this situation i've got like three different roles i want to do in (laughs) quick succession
2: i got a five
1: five okay um but your thing does give you a bit of a, a boost narrative wise Okay. So, Jacques, uh you know that Steiner is uh a god of sorts, a goddess particularly, uh the sister to the most uh the most worshiped goddess, uh, Aurora. Mm-hmm. So Steiner is the sister of Aurora, who the land and empire is named after. Steiner is in the pursuit for self-interest, which those who follow her tend to be the same, which is something you are most familiar with, especially with Steiner herself and the customs that follow. Charlene knows the name Steiner, but not in a positive way. You did a paper about a year or two ago involving some radicals uh, who burnt some churches Burnt houses down, all in the name of the dark mist Steiner. So, those are the things that have come from this role. And continuing on, Steiner has presented you more or less a request. So, out of character, will you, you don't have to answer me right now, will you do what Steiner says and let things play out as they should? Or will you follow Cal's request and prevent a tragedy? Um so we will jump back in to Jacques and Charlene standing in front of Steiner.
0: So um I think Jacques um Jacques has known um as soon actually what would Jacques know who she was as soon as he saw her? Um
1: No, most interpretations of Steiner are typically as more objects than a humanoid shape.
0: Okay. I think as soon as um, Jacques heard the name that she claimed, he was skeptical. But from how she's spoken and how she's interacted, he is convinced that this is a deity that... He grew up around That his family Um Adhered to the tenets of And so He's kind of Um His responses And his actions Have become Weirdly formal He He's almost acting Like a different person He's He's got this kind of His His posture And his frame improves He looks like he's Walking through motions And he says Um Um Our lady of purpose Of course Um I will, um, do what you ask. Um, your, your directions are always for a purpose. I'll, 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 I'll I'll do what I can. Um, or not do a thing that I can, or do nothing. Uh, I'll do nothing that I can. She, she nods. And he bows down on one knee and reaches for her hand to kiss it. She lets you do such. Good. Thank you.
1: And turns her gaze onto Charlene.
2: This whole time, she's been standing there, stock still, um, and as Jacques steps forward and goes through this ritualistic, very formal, uh, engagement with Steiner, she takes the scroll case off of her back where it's been slung over, and she unhooks it and clutches it to her chest and just stares at her.
1: I need you to roll me spirit plus spirit, please.
2: Okay. So I got an 11. I also because I took winter magic have a plus one to courage and conviction checks. I don't know if that's applicable. Yes,
1: that would be applicable to this.
2: So that would make it a 12.
1: So Charlene As you're clutching your, uh, new scroll case, uh, it glows faintly and it gives you warmth throughout your body. In the back of your mind, you, you don't hear a voice, but familiar chirping. And when your eyes go up to meet with Steiner's, that chirping goes silent.
2: I think as soon as Charlene looks up and sees Steiner and the chirping stops, she's going to clutch the scroll case a little bit tighter and close her eyes. And her knees are locked. She's very stiff, but she's going to close her eyes and just, like, focus on that chirping.
1: Uh, Steiner speaks once again in your direction, Charlene.
0: Will you do the same as your compatriots?
1: And at this point, this is when Charlene needs to make the decision. Will she go with Cal or Steiner?
2: She opens her eyes and she feels the warmth of the scroll case. And through almost gritted teeth says, I guess we'll see, won't we? And internally, she's making the decision to stick with Cal.
1: So Steiner's face goes hard. Knowing what your answer is, and she starts floating back.
0: Then fear my mist as the one protecting you can't hold it back forever. When next, we need friends.
1: And as the mist starts swirling around Steiner as she gets to the, the border, the mist starts. Surrounding you all with wispy tendrils about to reach at you. Though your scrollcase's light gets brighter and brighter, surrounding both of you and blinding you both. Until the next thing y'all see is the edge of town. You are now back in heartbeats, though th- around you, you both can clearly see uh, the mist surrounding the town.
2: Charlene in that moment her knees give way and she just drops to her knees still like clutching on this scroll case and tears just silently start streaming down her face.
0: Sh- Charlene are you are you okay? Um uh, what what happened? Yeah, I I I don't think I was paying enough attention. You know who that was, right?
2: Oh yeah, I do. We're not gonna do anything she says. Yeah. <laughs> Jacques, we're home. I think it's time to see we were able to do what Cal asked us to. Can you help me stand up?
0: Yeah, sure. Um and Jacques reaches down and, and gives you a hand up.
2: Takes your hand, puts the scroll case back over one shoulder. Okay. Uh I think I think we've learned something. I just don't know what it is yet, so I guess let's go find Jeffrey. Uh,
0: yeah, um, I just one second. I just there's one thing I need to do first, and Jacques walks over to a just a tree by the side of the road and just violently throws up. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, there's a tree for you to do that,
0: <laughs> Jacques. Um. Uh, wanders back over from the tree and he's kind of pale white and he says "Um, Charlene, did when you were a kid, did your parents tell you like stories of like um, the gooey man, you know, under your bed like he comes and gets you if you're not a good kid, like or or spooky things in your closet
2: yeah, but they also told me I should fight against them and I think I've done that pretty well
0: yeah, well, they my parents said that Steiner was the thing that killed the gooey man dead. So, I'm not feeling so great about flagrantly disagreeing with her.
2: You didn't. I did.
0: I know. But I think that I'm going to and it doesn't make me feel great.
2: <laughs> you know what? I don't think we've had lunch. Let's go get some lunch. We we've done enough time travel for today. Okay, the super <laughs> practical one.
1: Yeah, so where would you like to head in this town surrounded by mist uh, for lunch? You you know, you have the Inky Sheep, uh, you guys uh. know, of like a cafe bakery. You know, you got the uh, the inn. Where would you like to go? Maybe there's like other things. Who knows what's what's going on?
2: I'm with you. I think we head towards the bakery. Um, that'll take us through quite a bit of the town, um, past the flower shop, past the town hall. I think we're going to head to the bakery. We need some good carbs.
0: (laughs) Carb loading after meeting (laughs) the divine.
1: All right, so you guys are going to head to the cafe. Yeah, so you guys walk through the uh, town, noticing, uh, you know, that everything seems a little bit brighter and colorful uh, in comparison to when uh, you guys have walked through town before. And you guys get to uh, in front of the cafe behind you. The flower shop is also there and seems like there's a few people shopping but the cafe in front of y'all has a nice beautiful sign of like a fluffy white sheep and it says fluffy eats
0: uh, cafe and bakery yeah Jacques Jacques kind of walks into the cafe and um, wanders to the front and um, who's who's working behind the counter? Woman who's working behind the counter she has like uh,
1: two big like buns on the sides of her head for uh, you know hair pinned up in like two big buns uh, she has fun buns yeah, she has fun buds. Um and she's wearing like uh what you would kind of picture a typical like cafe waitress outfit, that like kind of apron dress type deal. Uh and it has like big embroidered sign of like like what's out front, the sheep that says Fluffy Eats, and she has a name tag that uh, clearly reads Annabelle. And she's currently um like helping a small, small little girl holding this big uh like stuffed banana shaped uh, dragon creature uh, so a woman hands like this kind of ice cream thing to this little little girl who then like goes to the like one of like the little table set up and up next to the window
0: and she looks expectantly at you um hi hi Annabelle it's um it's good to see you again um have you been having a good day uh she tilts her head and
1: goes again i'm sorry i didn't i don't remember you i do
0: apologize um, what? what's your name again, honey? Oh, it's okay. Hi, That happens to me all the time, too. I'm Jacques. Um, I came in last week and grabbed a bite to eat. Um, I'm new to town, so it's okay. I understand forgetting my name.
1: Oh, I do apologize, Jacques. Nah, nice to meet you uh,
0: again. <laughs> uh, what can I get for you? Um, uh, I just wanted some lunch, um something to eat um what what and something to drink as well i'm pretty thirsty what what are the specials for today oh well we got some uh cloudy mushroom soup and some misty oolong tea um shark is that He's the two specials and just turns around and walks outside and out of view of the building and and from the outside there's the faint distant sound of more retching and him being sick
2: um is he okay? He'll be fine. Empty stomach. Tea will definitely calm him down. Uh, two soups, two sandwiches, a tea and a coffee.
1: Sure thing. And she turns around and starts like doing stuff with some of the machines, to get the coffee Shh. prepped and, and ladling some soups.
2: Charlene peeks outside. You're going to be okay? The whole- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll just stay around trees then. Okay. I think this is time time sickness. Yep, gotta be it. Definitely. Uh, I'll be right out with lunch. Just take your time. Okay.
1: Yeah, thankfully there are some tables set up outside the this nice cafe bakery place. Uh, oh, but I was
2: gonna have us do a picnic lunch out on the grass close to a tree.
0: I mean, you <laughs> guys can do that as well. I think Jacques will be all right at this point.
1: Uh, Well, you just get your uh, your food in these uh, to go little little bowls and cups and stuff. And I guess you make your way out to to where? Where are you going to have this uh, nice picnic lunch?
2: Um, I think we'll try and find a spot, either one of the tables that's outside the bakery or closer Mm -hmm. to the flower shop. Charlene's a little bit disturbed by the fact that there are actually people shopping at the flower shop that was supposed to be her office
1: okay well um there doesn't seem to be any practical space near the uh flower shop that's across the street from y'all uh but there are some like tables and stuff that are in clear view of it perfect uh, in front of the the bakery
2: to avoid having to roll for sanity i'm just gonna stay quiet and watch the flower shop i know we don't have sanity in this game but
1: (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) So, yeah, so you see people shopping getting stuff and you see the person who keeps handing people flowers and going in and out of like the the smaller portion of the shop is this like a uh, old little dwarf lady uh, who just seems super bubbly and is just chatting and chatting with everyone.
2: Charlene's just going to keep an eye on it while she absentmindedly eats her sandwich and soup and it dunks it in. She's not really even like looking at her food. She's just staring at the flower shop. It's just over Jacques's shoulder. So it appears as though she's staring at Jacques the whole time.
0: (laughs) Charlene, um, I think I'll be all right. You don't have to watch me that intently. I think it was just the fear of my own mortality that was upsetting my stomach.
2: Now, um, you gotta look behind you. There's the, excuse me, flower shop actually has someone selling flowers.
0: (laughs) Jacques turns around and goes,
2: oh. Jacques, that's supposed to be my office. Oh what
0: time travel
2: yeah and what's with all the mist around the town still
0: i thought it was odd that um annabelle didn't know me because she this this isn't the second time i've come in like she's remembered me before and if the flower shop has changed maybe maybe this is that um that butter-free effect, you know, where you travel back in time, it's always in the books, and then when you come back to the real world, butter doesn't exist anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, butter-free, yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you roll me perception real quick? Uh, before I do, Jacques opens mm-hmm. up his sandwich to see whether there's any butter on his sandwich, and there is, and he comes down.
1: Eight. Ten. All righty. Uh, you both see a Jeffrey... Little Jeffrey, uh, with a big book in his hand, just walking past. All his face is like in engrossed into this book as he walks past you and into the inn across the street from you.
2: That's. Did you see that?
0: Was that young Jeffrey?
2: Yeah. We're, We're not, not back, back in, the... in our own time.
0: No, that would explain it. I f- think the next time that we see Steiner or Cal. Uh, we need to ask them for something that lets us know when we are.
2: Yeah. Do you want to take your lunch with us? We'll walk back through the mist again.
0: Weren't we meant to just do nothing?
2: Yeah, but that was before we made the decision.
0: And with those things being said,
1: you guys look, just kind of glance over and you see a short dwarven man, scruffy brown beard, looking very angry at you both. It is Ramirez. Ramirez.
2: Jacques, I think it's time for us to move
0: Moving is doing something
1: Oh, Uh you two aren't going anywhere, you know So, tell me, what is this about? And he pulls out
0: the letter that Jacques wrote I don't know, um, doesn't seem familiar (laughs) A,
1: uh, a Cheshire grin goes onto uh, his face Look, I, I assume the mayor puts you up to this, but and he put, puts the letter back in his pocket. I appreciate you guys trying to stop my brother from flying, but we got the talking after we uh, passed out. I guess our I guess we got a little bit tempered and, you know, <laughs> dwarven blood sugars. Uh, But we actually got the talking and he's going to fly regardless of missing two stones and I'm going to be flying with him because someone has to make sure he doesn't die and you two are going to help us and he had like his grin somehow gets even bigger like they're almost touching his eyes it seems more of a a manic kind of grin
2: Jacques we absolutely are going to help them after lunch (laughs) oh
0: is that misty soup
2: it's cloudy mushroom
1: (gasps) cloudy mushroom I love that alright after lunch how about you go
2: in and get some lunch we're gonna stay out here and chat and wait for you
1: Uh, he he nods though he's walking backwards into the shop and as he enters he just goes oh hey there little astron and the door closes behind him and goes and gets food uh, what will y'all talk about while while he come before he comes back, or what do y'all plan on doing,
2: Charlene? Doc, we've got to help them. We can't. Yes, we can. We, we came here to prevent a tragedy, and it's about to get a lot worse. They're both gonna die if we don't help.
0: Look, I've never told you this, Charlene, but I'm petrified of both flying and disobeying deities.
2: Well, the good news is you won't be disobeying her because you won't be doing anything except helping me, and that was not in her agreement. <laughs> Jacques oh. if we don't help them there it's not just going to be one of them it's going to be both of them and us uh, I didn't say I was going flying with them but I'm certainly going to give them the stones back and make sure they're safe
0: Ah uh, uh, I okay fine well I'm going to do as little as possible <laughs> and and maybe it'll work out. I don't I don't want them to die. I don't want them to get hurt. I just... <sighs> Charlene, how much do you know about Steiner?
2: I know what her followers do. See... I've seen it firsthand. And it's ugly and destructive. And it's not anything I would want us to be involved in.
0: See, the, the thing is, if you've seen what Steiner's followers have done... Then you've seen the really average beginner you know first day of scriptures followers because the thing about Steiner is she gets what she wants and you don't see it coming the real followers of Steiner are people who make things happen and you don't see the knife coming in your back and and if they're following her I'm I'm petrified of this I, I want to help I don't I don't like her She's awful, but I don't know that we can do anything.
2: I thought I was going to help them by taking the stones, and I'm glad the brothers are talking again, but we can't prevent a tragedy if they're still going to fly and make the tragedy worse. They need the stones. I'm going to give it to them. (sighs) Fine. I'm not saying we have to fly with them, but I will tell you this. How about... Jacques' job is to protect Charlene
0: Okay, I can do that I, okay. just, I just wish At moments like these There was like I don't know Someone with a doctorate in theology Who could explain all of this to me I'd like to roll weird Sure You can absolutely
1: roll weird I really hope this plays out um,
0: I adore this game if this is, if I roll weird and then Astron comes out and explains theology to me, I'm going to be so pissed at you. <laughs> 87.
2: You cannot roll below a 50 on I weird, know. can you?
0: And I'm using different dice every time. It's not like there's like loaded dice I'm using. <laughs>
1: so as you're
0: talking about this, about
1: Steiner, uh, you get a tap on your, your shoulder and when you turn around, there's a lady who's been sitting in uh, a chair behind you at a, at a different table. Uh, somehow you guys didn't notice her at all, despite her wearing kind of this like armory get up. Um, excuse me. Did you say you need someone to teach you about theology? And you see kind of a small grin on this uh, like woman's face. Uh, her hair is like dirty blonde being draped down. And you guys see clearly plastered on the, like, plate of her chest, the symbol for the uh, Church of Aurora.
0: Um, y- yeah. Uh, uh, hi, um, my name's Jacques, and I have a question. Um, and maybe you'll help clear it up. Um, sure, Jacques. I'm Allison. Nice Nice to meet you, Allison. Um, so this is going to sound a bit um, complex and convoluted, but bear with me. Let's call it a thought experiment. Okay. Say that you got thrown back in time and told to prevent a calamity by a talking jukebox, but when you got back there, you made some changes, but you didn't know what they were really doing. But, you know, maybe they were good, maybe they were bad, but it didn't matter because you all thought it was a dream. But then when you found out it wasn't a dream, it was the moment where Steiner, the deity that your family has worshipped for centuries, told you uh, that you need to uh, not do the things and... You don't really want to do what Sinus says because she's pretty much the worst like your dad. But, um, what do you do? Thought experiment. Wow. Wow. Oh, that is surely a thought
1: experiment. Uh, well, what I would do is I would seek out guidance from Aurora. You know, just doing what's right. So you just have to know what's right. Like, like the three mantras say, create accept and live you have to create those opportunities you have to accept what's happened in your time thing and
0: live it live it okay okay yeah that that makes sense i can i can do that i think yep yep that makes sense that was surprisingly helpful and topical um thank you
2: oh
1: no problem, Jacques and Charlene. Um, if you excuse me, I do need to get back to my church. Do you mind if I ask a quick question before you go? Sure. Uh, oh. and as she she says, as she's like standing up.
0: Why does everyone's name here start with an A? I don't know. I would have to ask my father, Addison.
1: Uh, and she starts walking away, and as you guys watch, uh, you see, uh, Ramirez like slam his cup on the ground. And he's like, "Who's ready to go flying?" And that's where we're going to call it.
0: (laughs) Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? If you want to keep the good times rolling, you can contact us at Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller at AdeptZander.com. You can find the wonderfully talented jazz at Orange Like Jazz, and you can find humble or me at Potentially Rob. Oh, and go have a look at our fancy new website at HeartbeatsCast.com. Lastly, if you've liked the show so far, we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes and like, rate, and review us. It would mean a bunch. Bye, friend.